Welcome to the FBC Athens podcast, open to explore devotions. We are now in the fourth week of our Lenten journey, today being the 25th day of our pilgrimage to the cross. The devotion is given by David Malines, and it is based on Jesus' words in Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46, and read today from The Message. Listen to the tune of Simple Gifts played by Addison Acock and prepare your mind, heart, and spirit to listen for God. When he finally arrives, blazing in beauty, and all his angels with him, the Son of Man will take his place on his glorious throne. Then all the nations will be arranged before him, and he will sort the people out, much as a shepherd sorts out sheep and goats, putting sheep to his right and goats to his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Enter, you who are blessed by my Father. Take what's coming to you in this kingdom. It's been ready for you since the world's foundation, and here's why. I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I was homeless. You gave me a room. I was shivering, and you gave me clothes. I was sick, and you stopped to visit. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then those sheep are going to say, Master, what are you talking about? When did we ever see you hungry and feed you, thirsty and give you a drink? And when did we ever see you sick or in prison and come to you? Then the king will say, I am telling the solemn truth. Whenever you did one of these things to someone, overlooked or ignored, that was me. You did it to me. Then he will turn to the goats the ones on his left, and say, Get out, worthless goats. You're good for nothing but the fires of hell. And why? Because I was hungry, and you gave me no meal. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was homeless, and you gave me no bed. I was shivering, and you gave me no clothes. Sick and in prison, and you never visited. Then those goats are going to say, Master, what are you talking about? When did we ever see you hungry or thirsty or homeless or shivering or sick or in prison and didn't help? He will answer them, I'm telling the solemn truth. Whenever you fail to do one of these things to someone who was being overlooked or ignored, that was me. You failed to do it to me. Then those goats will be herded to their eternal doom, but the sheep, to their eternal reward. So, on the one hand, you get to hear authors twice this season. That's great. Two times means I have more time to ponder and study, 
or did, and be in a proper mindset. It also meant I had more time to remember how to write something akin to an essay again. It's been a long time since school, and the actual writing of this devotional was way easier compared to the first one. On the other hand, we're discussing parables, and the thinking was not as easy this time. I thought I had a tough time discussing the parable of the landowner in the vineyard, but then I saw what we got assigned for our second devotional. This hand has what is, for me, the most difficult parable to live with, day by day, solipsistic mistake by solipsistic mistake. As you heard in the reading, the Son of Man will return. Slight digression. Because I was on a deadline, rabbit holes miraculously appeared, as they do, and one of them was looking up stuff about the phrase, Son of Man. I had never seen it or heard it as Son of Adam before, which made it seem less unusual to me, and as such, the humanity of Christ seems more personal in a way that it hadn't before. Anyways, after telling those who did good, you did well at doing good, he starts doing some very personal judging. We're separated into the sheep and goats, and us goats are going on to the warm place. We didn't give away food. We didn't hand out water. We didn't welcome a stranger, and we didn't help someone into needed clothing. And we didn't visit the sick, and we certainly didn't visit a prison. And it appears our situation might have been awaiting us a long time to boot. To put it bluntly, well, that ain't good. How on earth can we live up to that standard? Just on the way to church, I'm likely to go past 20 situations that need attention. Goodness, I'm likely to go past just as many on my way into the grocery store after getting out of my car. After I was first baptized, I reread through the Gospels and was certain that I couldn't live up to that which I had decided to profess. Now, I'm even more certain of that. But the son of Adam already knew about that. He already knew about it because he was, in fact, a son of Adam. He knew that it wasn't going to be possible to be infallible because he was human. The episodes were where he repaired a way to pray and recover are proof of that to me. It might have been possible to do all that he could and not need a break. But he was human and he needed time to cope with the effects of stress and care and patience of being on his game, if you will, in a way that he had to. And because he was a son of Adam, he knew we would need grace and we would need buckets of it. Every single day of our lives, we need grace and we receive it. And in this grace, we receive forgiveness for the myriad ways we have let him down. It is easy in this world to miss the point of some parables because for most of us, we seldom see workers in a field or other examples from a lifestyle that is beyond most of us. But we definitely see those who we could help. The real question that eats is me is how can I do all that I need to do? Again, the son of Adam understands us. He knows that we can't be all things to all people, do all things that need doing, we are gifted with a certain facility in this world, perhaps, and it is up to us to work and practice our skills to the benefits of others. We have to work with others in this regard so that many hands can make, at least, lighter work for those who need help. But it doesn't let us off the hook. We still need to be aware of our surroundings, and we still need to extend grace to others. We still need to work in all the ways that we can. There is much to do, and always will be. I do have faith that we will be forgiven, even after thinking on this for almost 30 years, but there's still this doubt that creeps in because of the swift and sure punishment the king extends. At the end, though, God's love will surely trump the ends shown here. And so, let us consider thus, how can we extend grace in humanity of others? How can we best stay on target and move forward and show Christ's love to others?
Let us therefore pray. Lord, please help us to see the least of these, and please help us to act on our vision. Our vision should be your vision every day, and may it be so.